You're the dummy that don't believe in science. All your projects always be Hello, and welcome to the Pokemon, a Pokemon informational podcast. My name is Blake Johnson, your regional Pokemon expert. My name is Gabe Weber, your regional ghost in the house next door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all, we all got one of those. Um, I'm one of the good ones, though. Okay. Like, like the one in Harry Potter. I don't know if they're good or not. I just know that I think that there is a ghost in Harry Potter. And Gabe's just like that. Gabe's just like the 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 ghost that lives in the uh, restroom of the f- the female restroom. I think. Oh wait, no, no. I take it back. I don't want to be that ghost. <laughs> I'm just a regular. I'm not that ghost. I'm a regular ghost now. You're a regular ghost. Okay. I didn't know I was in the girls' bathroom. Yeah. Are you? I got to go. I want to get arrested what, as a ghost. What, what's your What's your unfinished business? My unfinished business. <laughs> Sorry, we we're talking about bathrooms, and I was like, I know her unfinished business. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, my unfinished business. I didn't catch enough Pokemon. Now I'm sad. Well, well. So now I just catch Pokemon in the house. Well, we'll have to see if we can do something about that with our latest episode. It's, Heck yeah. Uh, it's actually a patreon episode our first one ever we got from our singular patreon with 100 percent absolute power ghost rider um who is the dictator of the podcast yes our who are we who we're sponsored by um so yeah if you want more information on our patreon in general you can at the end of the episode during our, like house clean type stuff we'll talk more on that but for now we are doing the patreon episode which is Vulpix, or specifically Alolan Vulpix, but that's we're doing all all the Vulpix, all the Nine Tails, all that fun stuff here in this episode. But that was what was told to us by our dictator. So ordered, ordered. It's what we were forced ordered. upon us. Yeah, it's what <laughs> what we've been forced into doing. And oh gosh, I don't know what I'd say. Yeah, we're gonna get into it. So Gabe, you wanna start us off? Yeah, we'll kick off with the fun numbers. So, Vulpix, we're starting with that. Number 37 in the Pokedex, type Fire, Gen 1, category Fox Pokemon. It evolves into Ninetales when you use a Firestone on it. Gender ratio is 25% male, 75 female. Catch rate is 190, which is a 35.2%. A group field, hatch time 5,140. Height is 2 feet or 0.6 meters. Weight is 21.8 pounds or 9.9 kilograms, which is a normal size for a fox, if not a little on the small side. Uh, base EXP yield is 60. Leveling rate medium fast, which is just a million. EV yield 1 in speed. Base friendship is 70-50. First number prior to Gen 8. Second number in Generation 8. Body group, quadruped body. And footprint looks like a fox footprint. Mm-hmm. That's about all I got. And now all I've got is the abilities. <laughs> Thank you. The guitar rip? No, no, it was air horn. Oh. <laughs> you know, the classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't like, I wasn't tripping like. <laughs> oh, that's also. Like a little. No, no like, I would be doing oh. that in a kazoo sounding way, so. Um, oh, yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I would make a kazoo sound with my mouth, though. <laughs> I'm using my hand. <laughs> no. 
That that was that's for a you. Doc trying to make a kazoo sound. <laughs> yep, that's. <laughs> I'm glad you got. That's exactly what I was trying to go for too. Um, yeah, I nailed that. Yeah, and you nailed that too. We're we're pretty good at this. Uh, One the same, you and me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna go into the abilities now. As I said, whenever I started being weird, um, well, I guess we did it way. I started being weird way long before I did. Started abilities. <laughs> but the first ability, the non-hidden one, it's base ability. The one you get when you just catch a Vulpix right out the gate is Flash Fire. So Flash Fire makes uh, the Pokemon with the ability immune to fire-type attacks. When they would be hit by a fire-type move, it gains a 50% boost to its fire-type attacks. Also, just takes no damage. Yeah, so they're just like, instead of taking damage from fire-type moves, they gain a fire-type attack boost. So, uh... Just a little other little fun facts. Uh, Flash Fire can be activated by Will O Wisp, which is not a um, an attack, but it is something. It's a move that burns the opponent, but it will be a fa- it will activate Flash Fire. And then outside of battle, if a Pokemon with Flash Fire is the lead Pokemon, as long as there is a Fire type Pokemon to be encountered, uh, there is a fifty percent chance that you will encounter a Fire type Pokemon. So, yeah. So if you're looking for a Fire type pokemon it's like oh it's super rare you can really up those chances by putting a flash fire pokemon at the front of your party then we move on to its hidden ability which is drought so drought makes it that when a pokemon with drought is sent into battle harsh sunlight goes up for five turns or eight turns if it is holding a heat rock which is an item um so the general um things that harsh sunlight does is it boosts fire type a, a fire attack damage by 50%. It cuts water type attack damage in half. And it will also um, makes it so that certain moves like Solar Beam and I think Solar Blade was a new one added that instead of taking two turns, they take one turn. That's our, that's our Pokemon abilities. Um, so let's move right along to those Pokemon designs. So... Vulpix gets inspiration from the red fox and the kitsune, a Japanese legend. The kitsune is a fox spirit with many tales and spiritual abilities, such as breathing fire and other supernatural powers, which could explain why Vulpix can learn various ghosts and psychic-type moves. I think kitsune is how you pronounce that. Yep, it's kitsune. Um, they're really cool. They're, um, there's a few other bases of like consumers like if you know um uh naruto if you know that anime the nine-tailed fox is based off the um the, the exact the specific katsune type that nine tails is based off of so there's it's a common one it's a really cool like yeah there's a bunch of different lore about it. i could we could do an entire episode on just the katsune now why would we because it's not a pokemon <laughs> but like there's a lot of cool stuff about them so if that sounds interesting. Look it up yourself. <laughs> what? Was no, 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 Patreon exclusive. No, well, I, Just do it. Why would? Well, I get okay. Maybe like a Patreon. I guess. I never thought if I like we could have Patreon episodes. They don't even have to be directly Pokemon. No, honestly, barely any of our like. If you just said like, "Hey, tell us how." This thing is sort of like a Pokemon. I'd be like, okay, here we go. Just 
have vaguely Pokemon inspiration. That's fine with me. Tell us how the Pokemon universe deals with money laundering. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's that's like a three-episode arc that we're going to have if we do that one. That um, one's guaranteed, though. Yeah, yeah, that one's we've got. I, I'm, I've been working on that one for months. So, um, <laughs> uh, now we're going to uh, the name of Vulpix is um, likely a combination of vulpine, as in relating to foxes, or vulpes, which is the Latin word for fox, and then six, the number of tails that Vulpix has in its sprites that you will see in game. Um, then its Japanese name, which is Rokan. Is uh, I think something that's how you pronounce it. I which is just in general. Whenever I do a Japanese name, just be like, take it with like three and a half grains of salt, and like how it's pronounced, uh, which it could be a combination of many of the following words, such as uh, Roku, which means six, Kone, which means grudge, Konkon, the sound a fox makes, and Ko, an alternate reading of Kitsune, which is the Japanese word for fox. There's lots unpacked there. Yeah, there's a lot. It's there's a lot of possible things that could be going in there because they all kind of have to do with the Pokemon itself. So it's kind of hard to know which they were specifically were like, this is what it is. And they might have been like, all of these are all these great word plays, I guess. Major appearances. <laughs> ah, there we go. There's the guitar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Major appearances, I think, might be my favorite thing. And let's just get right into it. I think my favorite thing is always the names of the episodes. <laughs> so, in episode 28 of the original anime, Pokemon Fashion Flash. Like, how can you not just love that name? All these names just always <laughs> hit the mark. I have to say it again. Pokemon Fashion Flash. Brock receives a Vulpix from Susie in Kanto. In episode 169, he returns the Vulpix to Susie. Nice. Pokemon Blake say that. Pokemon Fashion Flash. Pokemon Fashion Flash. Say faster. Pokemon Fashion Flash. There it is. (laughs) As we move on to Pokedex. (laughs) (laughs) This is the episode we lose everyone. They're like... (laughs) You need, like, a soundboard. Okay. And then we're going to get copyrighted, because I think that's some sort of, like, Nintendo song. Yeah, that... See, the... That one is, that one is, but is, which I'm I'm not even, I'm just now just vocalizing it. That is, that's fine. That's just air horn sound. I could do that one all day, every day. No one will ever get annoyed at that. So. No, I don't think that we can get sued for that one. No. So go, just go for it. So yeah, I'll I'll do that. Like every, after any of us says a sentence, it's. Yeah, that sounds yeah, really good, good, right? Yeah? That sounds really good. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going into the Pokedex cent- uh, section. And I have changed up slightly how we do the Pokedex, like, entries. Instead of doing, like, Pokedex entries where, like, red and blue, it says this. And then yellow, it says this. That's boring. That's silly. We're not doing that. See? I See? Scrunch, scrunch, scrunch. That's me crumpling up the paper that it's on. And I'm like, oh, throwing it. Oh, I missed. But like, I was going in the trash. That's where I was going. You know it. I know it. Vulpix knows it. They're right here with me. They're, They're looking smart. over my shoulder, making sure I do everything right. Um, but we're ch- So instead of doing it like that, I pretty much take all the information and I put it into sections. Like, oh, this one. For example... For Vulpix here, we have three sections. We have tails, 
as in its tails, flames and tactics, and then fur and grooming. So, got three sections, and we're doing it that way instead. Just know that all of this information we get is just coming from different Pokedex entries. We're not going to state exactly which ones, because they're just chopped and screwed in different ways and put into different things. Like, some Pokedex entries will have three parts, and they're each put into a different section. And it's just like, yeah. So, now we're, now we're going to get into it after that great description by me. Mm-hmm. So, it's tails. So, at birth, a Vulpix has just one snow white tail. As it grows, the tail gains its color and splits from the tip to eventually become six, uh, assuming that it receives plenty of love from its trainer. Um, just before evolution, its six tails grow hot as if they were on fire. Quick question. Yes. Have we ever seen a Vulpix with less than six tails? Um, I don't know if in the anime, but in the manga, yes, there was a newly born Vulpix and it just had one tail. Hmm. Very good. That is all. All right. Flames and tactics. A flame burns inside Vulpix's body that never goes out. During the daytime, as the temperature rises, Vulpix releases flames from its mouth to prevent overheating. These flames are said to resemble the spirits of the deceased. Vulpix has the ability to freely control fire, making fiery orbs fly like will-o'-wisps, which are often mistaken as ghosts by nearby people. It uses these orbs to help catch its prey. Do we know what its prey is? Bugs? Not specific. It doesn't ever specify, but um, likely small rodents type stuff. Very good. Wait, what's the rat one we just did? Rattata. Catches Rattatas. Was it Rattata? It's, it's or is it like Rattata. Rattata? Mm-hmm. Rattata sounds more funky, though. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> when attacked by an enemy stronger than itself, it feigns injury to fool the enemy and give it a chance for escape. Mm-hmm. I like that one. They, they don't... They don't... They, they know. They know these things. They're like, oh, I can't... Can't deal with this. So then they... Dis- disappear. They're like, whoa. Like that. <laughs> Uh, going to the fur and grooming, uh, both its fur and its tails are beautiful, and they tend to be both warm and cuddly. Uh, if its tails aren't brushed and groomed diligently, it will become a mass of tangles before you know it. So, takes a lot of combing. And also, something I didn't write in here, but um, when a um, Vulpix is born, its tail is like like a normal fox's tail, where it's just like goes to a point. But as they um, grow and they're and stuff, it curls in on it. So when you see the sprite, it has a curled tail. When they're born, it is not curled yet. So, hmm. a little fun fact there for you. Base statistics. HP, 38. Attack, 41. Defense, 40. Special attack, 50. Special defense, 65. And speed, 65. For a total of 299. Very good. Little little fun fact for you. Uh, Vulpix <coughs> is the only Pokemon to have a base stat total of 299. Hmm. Yeah. Get you a little, little fun fact there as we go back to Gabe. We got fun facts also, coming in left, one, right, and center one, now. One sec, Gabe. There you go. That's That oh. remains the same. So I deleted that. Very good. Right quick. The Alolan Vulpix. The... Ice version of regular Vulpix. Type, Ice. Gen, 7. 
Uh, it evolves into a Lola Ninetales when you use an Ice Stone on it, much like regular Vulpix, except this one is Ice. Height is the same at 2 feet or 0.6 meters. Weight also the same at 21.8 pounds or 9.9 kilograms. So yeah, uh, now we're going to go into abilities. Um, so we'll start with their non-specific, um, you know, you know, non-hidden ability, their normal ability, Snow Cloak. Here we go. So during hail, the accuracy of any move used against a Pokemon with Snow Cloak is modified by 4.5 or 0.8 or 80%. So pretty much if it has 100% accuracy, it's moved to 80%. If it has, like, 80% accuracy, it's moved to, like, 74. I'm trying to think of math right, real oh quick gosh, off the top of my I, head. Um, but How are you not going into a math major? <laughs> I don't, like, see, this is, the, this is the type of stuff. I'm, because I'm bad with calculators, that's why. Oh. I'm extremely bad with calculators. Um, but yeah, uh, a Pokemon with this ability, on top of having the higher evasion while in hail also will take no damage from hail if it otherwise would um just a little fact here there are currently no pokemon who naturally get this ability that aren't already uh, immune to hail by being the ice type but if a pokemon but there are a few moves or abilities that allow you to copy an ability so if you are switching ability so if that does happen and uh, you gain uh, snow cloak and you're just a psychic type with tra the ability trace then you are now immune to hail damage one final thing is that outside of battle if a pokemon with snow cloak is in the lead of the party in an area where it is naturally hailing in the game the chance of encountering wild pokemon is decreased by 50 percent and then uh, their hidden ability uh, very similar to the um, normal vulpixes uh, where it's drought and it sets up the harsh sunlight, alone Vulpix is Snow Warning, which sets up Hail. So yeah, when they switch into battle, the Hail goes up for five turns or eight turns if holding an Icy Rock. So yeah, it does that. Hail is not as good of a weather condition in general, but like, we'll what have an episode do? on that someday probably where I talk about the different weather conditions. When will that be? I don't know. There's, we have half a million things effectively that we can cover <laughs> with Pokemon in general. I'm not worried about us running out of episodes. That's one thing I'm not worried about at all. So what? What's like? What's the basis of Hail? Why is it bad? Well, uh, first off, only Ice type Pokemon gain the immunity from the Hail damage. So and Hail type and Hail type Ice type Pokemon are really bad defensively. Um, they have a lot of weaknesses. And not many resistances. I think their only resistance is ice type moves. It's so it's not mm. they're not good defensively. Uh, it also they don't get like um, for all of the other types. So like harsh sunlight reduces fire type damage by fifty percent. Uh, water type uh, rain heavy rain is reduces fire type damage by fifty percent. Uh, and then like sandstorm increases rock type Pokemon special defense by fifty percent. But then hail doesn't have anything like that. The only special effect hail gives you is if you have like some hail-based ability like Snow Cloak, or um, it makes the final thing it does is it makes Blizzard a 100% accuracy move. It doesn't boost any attacks, doesn't increase any defense, 
And then it's just, it's just the least useful because it's the most niche and stuff. And like, there aren't like many extra Pokemon that you can fit on to it, to a team like that and have it work well. It's just kind of doesn't work as well as the other three do. And, um, how do I say, I'm trying to think of the word for it. Um, diversity that can be on the team and still like benefit from it. Okay. They're not saying that you can't make a heel team. I have before. Um, it wasn't amazing, but it was like fun. Like music. Cause like you mix, cause I think it was back in sun and moon. I made a team that used, uh, Aurorus, which is a, which would set up. I don't know if it had snow warning or if I just used hail on it. I can't remember. Um, but then I would have a Alolan Sand Slash, which would have, uh, sl- I think it had Slush Rush, which doubles its speed in hail, and then it would just use all these different attacks. It was fun. But yeah, it wasn't great. Well, fun's all you need. That's what we're here for. That's that's very true. Um, Pokemon design for Alolan Vulpix. So Alolan Vulpix is the same design called Concept, except um, that it has like a white cloak. Uh, or white fur, which is likely based on the Arctic fox instead of the red fox, uh, which grows a white coat in the winter to camouflage itself in the snow. I like that. Wait, so it just, it doesn't have a white cloak, then winter comes and it's like, what if I was white? Uh, the Arctic fox. Alolan Vulpix is always white, but okay. the Arctic fox, yeah, it's only in the winter do they have a white fur. Dude, real life animals kind of cool sometimes, though. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, wait, is this a Pokemon thing or a real life thing? (laughs) Alright. In episode 13 of Sun and Moon Anime, racing to a big event, an Alolan Vulpix hatches from an egg that Lily took care of. She gave the egg the name Snowy and kept the name for the Vulpix that hatched out of it. That's a good name. That is a good name. Snowy. It's kind of the, the, the same feeling as Snowball, but like, it almost, it seems cuter than Snowball. Mm hmm. Also, snowball seems like a smaller, like a little, like a little puffy cat. That's a snowball. Like, mm-hmm. so going to Pokedex, we got hunting and pack. Uh, it breathes out air colder than negative fifty-eight degrees Fahrenheit or negative fifty degrees Celsius. Uh, they use this breath while hunting together to freeze their prey solid before eating. If you carelessly approach them because they're cute, the leader of their pack, a nine tails, will appear and freeze you absolutely terrifying mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like oh this is gonna be a cute little thing it's like oh they'll just freeze you in a block of ice and slowly eat you over time yeah you know they, they gotta store you for winter which is like all the time for their mountain homes terrifying anyways let's get into some happier stuff i actually don't know if this is happier ice it gains its ice abilities after many years of living in the snow-covered peaks of alola in hot weather, this Pokemon makes ice shards with its six tails and sprays itself to cool off. If you observe its curly hairs through a microscope, you'll see ice particles forming. That one's happier. That one is happier. I like the image of it, like, spraying itself. That is... That's cute. But if you think they're too cute, the nine tails are gonna come get you. <laughs> uh, moving to culture. Or how culture looks at it and stuff. It's more of art. The Pokemon culture, but not like the Pokemon itself. You'll get it when I read it. Uh, Alolan Vulpix uh, look like living snow, and elderly people in Alola call Alolan Vulpix Kyokyo, a much older name. Uh, Kyokyo is derived f- from K-O-K-O. 
it's keo keo, but like with these different apostrophes, it's the Hawaiian word for white, which Hawaii is where Alola is based on. So there's a lot of different stuff about that mixed in with Alolan Pokemon and the Alolan region in general. Base stats are the exact same. That won't stop me from reading them off, though. <laughs> HP, 38. Attack, 41. Defense, 40. Special attack, 50. Speed, 65. And special defense, 65. <laughs> I mixed those last two up, but they're the same number for a total of 299 once more. Correct. Still the only Pokemon to have a 299 base stat total. Now let's go on to the big one. And you gain three tails for nine tails. Number 38, one up from 37. Type Fire, Generation 1, Category Fox Pokemon. It evolves from Vulpix when you use a Firestone on it. Gender ratio 25% male, 75% female. Catch rate 75, which is a 17.5%. A group field. Height is 3 foot 7 inches or 1.1 meters. Weight is 43.9 pounds or 19.9 kilograms. With a base EXP yield of 177. Leveling rate is medium fast. Also at a million. EV yield is 1 in speed and 1 in special defense. Base friendship is 70 slash 50. First number is prior to generation 8 and second number is in generation 8. Body group quadruped body and footprint can be seen to the side. Which is a thicker wolf print than the last one. We're moving to abilities. Blomp, 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 blomp. No. Haha. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Power. It, they're the exact same. We got wow. flash fire. So the Pokemon has immunity to fire type moves and gain a boost from those fire type getting hit by those attacks. Uh, drought. Set up harsh sunlight for five turns when you go into the world you're sent out of your pokeball you're fighting and but now it's really sunny pokemon <clears throat> pokemon design nine, nine tails takes many of the same design aspects in vulpix such as the red fox and the kitsune nine tails though is likely based off of the kyubi no katsune i think whose fur turns a white gold color after it has lived a thousand years and has gained its ninth tail. Kyubi. It's it's just Kyubi. Kyubi no Katsune. Just, like, clip that part in. Okay. Actually, don't. Well, maybe. You do what you do. I'll I'll see. I'll see. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah. So, yeah. A lot of that turns is directly... Especially when we start talking about the Pokedex, you're going to see stuff about the Thousand Years, Nine Tails, White Gold, all that. Also, just that's the color of Nine Tails is White Gold. And it has Nine Tails. So, yeah. So, we'll go on to names. So, Nine Tails name comes first off from the fact that it has, let me check, Nine Tails. Um, but uh, it should be mentioned that. Its name is spelled T-A-L-E instead of T-A-I-L. So it's um, spelled in the way that could be similar to fairy tale, which could be a reference to the fact that it's based on a mythical creature. But its Japanese name, Kyokon, has the same basis as Vulca- Vulpix's name, uh, but replaced the word for uh, for six with the word Q, which means nine. So it has the same thing with like grudge, um, the sound a fox makes, the word for a fox, all of that fun stuff. Still has the same 
meaning with kyokon, uh, but it could also be uh, read slightly different in Japanese to mean old grudge, which will come into play a little bit, at, um, which you'll kind of see as we get into the Pokedex section. But that's later on. Right now we're on major appearances. In episode 58 of the original anime, Riddle Me This. Gosh, <laughs> I love these names. Riddle Me This. I'm sorry. All right, this is the last time. Cut that out. In episode 58 of the original anime, Riddle V This, Blaine, the fire-type gym leader of Kanto, uses a Ninetales against Ash in their first battle. It battles Squirtle, wins, and is recalled after Ash sends out his Charizard. We're on to Pokedex. We're starting with uh, like general traits and demeanor. Uh, Ninetales are extremely smart, uh, smart enough to even understand human speech, but they're also extremely vengeful and relentless. So they they will hold a grudge. Oh, I get it. <laughs> it's like what you said before. Yeah. But wow, look at how it all comes back. Mm-hmm. It's Time is just a flat circle. Yep, that's why it clocks around. Mm-hmm. Supernatural abilities. They're able to use their bright red eyes to cast a sinister light to gain control over the mind of their foes. They also have a supernatural ability to manipulate fire in a hypnotic pattern that can burn their prey to a crisp as it pleases. Also terrifying. Mm-hmm. I'd rather probably this than be encased in ice, though. Well, I don't know. I No, I'd rather this, because at least I'd probably die quick instead of being slowly eaten. I don't think, I don't want to burn to death. I'd rather die because I got cold, and then... You die cold? Like, you can't stand the cold. Exactly, which means I'd probably die faster. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's easy. I already hate the cold. I'd be like, man, this is kind of nice, but then I'm dying, and I'm like, oh no. I don't want to die to something I like. That's rough. (laughs) So we're going to Tales and Lifespan. As they grow older, their fur begins to shine like gold. Its nine beautiful tails are filled with an energy that can keep them alive for a thousand years, which we heard with the Kubino uh, Kitsune. They live for like a thousand years and grow their ninth tail. That's See, it's all it's flat circle. Uh, if you grab one of these many tails, even once, you and your descendants may receive a 1,000-year curse. Don't grab a nine tails tail. That's what it's saying. Or you might get cursed forever and so will all your family. Uh, can I pet it? Does that count? No, it's it just if you grab one of its, its tails. So just don't, like, yank a okay. tail. Don't do that. Like, you can pet it if it's okay. It's fine. Very good. Mm-hmm. I just need to know the boundaries. Mm-hmm. And grabbing is out of that boundary, it seems, by a long shot. Yes, very, very much. So, legend. According to legend, nine wizards slash saints were combined and reincarnated as nine tails. Some legends claim that each of its tails has its own unique mystical power. I'd like to hear more about that. The the wizard part. Yeah, that's like, that's about all, all we got on it. But like, also it's like half of them say it's like, oh, nine wizards. Half of them say nine saints. And I'm like, which which is it, Pokemon? Maybe they're just wizard saints. I was going to say, maybe, maybe they're multi-classing and mm-hmm. both. They're a wizard cleric. That's to you D&D players out there. <laughs> or even to... All, all the cool kids. Yeah. 
Nah, D and D's not for cool kids. Genesis, that's where it's at. D and D overrated. Yeah. I I will. Let's just move on. Gabe, you got base stats. Don't, take me away from this topic. Let's stick in Pokemon and go into those base stats of Nine Tails, the Pokemon. HP is seventy three. Attack seventy six. Defense seventy five. Special attack eighty one. Speed. And special defense, which I messed up once again, and I was making sure I wouldn't, are both 100 for a total of 505. Correct. Surprisingly... I messing up speed. It's like SPD, like speed, not special defense. Anyways, sorry, you were going to say something. <laughs> uh, surprisingly special, uh, especially defensive, Nine Tails. I always, for some reason in my head, they're always... Like how their special attack and special defense switched, and I was like, "Whoa, it's not switch; it's the other way." And I'm like, "Okay, R- I know, very intriguing." Um, <laughs> you're all coming on into my seat, Blake. I know that's that's the point. That's what, that's what I'm doing. And let me get you off your seat, cheering in the air, Alola Nine Tails. Here we go, getting into the juicy stuff. My song, song, the butterflies fly away. Petting the tails like, yeah. Oh. Not grabbing the tails and getting a thousand years of despair. <laughs> yeah. Type. Ice slash fairy. We're mixing up this time. Generation 7. Evolves from a lowland vulpix when you use an ice stone on it. Height is the same at 3 feet 7 inches or 1.1 meters. Weight, also the same, at 43.9 pounds or 19.9 kilograms. EV yield is a 2 in speed. Uh, abilities are exactly the same. Again, Snow Cloak uh, decreases the accuracy of moves used against this Pokemon um, by 20% while in Hail, and also makes any Pokemon with this ability immune to Hail. Um, snow Warning uh, brings Hail onto the field for 5 or 8 turns, depending on item held. We're going to Pokemon design for this Alolan Ninetales. While maintaining the same design aspects as Alone Vulpix with the Arctic Fox, also has many other possible design and concept inspirations from its lore. Uh, it may be based on or a reference to uh, Paliahu, uh, the Hawaiian yeah. goddess of snow who is said to reside on M- Mauna Kea, um, some mountain in Hawaii. Uh, it could also be based on a Finnish mythical fox known as the Tuliketu, whose radiant fur was said to be what created the northern lights. That's really cool, actually. No, and I believe that Aurora Borealis, like the Finnish word for that, actually means like f- like a firefox or something like that. That could be a reference to their original fire typing. Hmm. I did not know that. I didn't know that there were... For some reason, I never thought there were like... Finnish legends, but that makes sense. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> I've just never heard any, I don't think. Yeah. They're so, not, probably not the most common, especially here in America. <laughs> <clears throat> was that... <laughs> what American accent was that? Mid, mid, Midwest, baby! <laughs> America! <laughs> America, baby! I'm not... Uh, but I think it was I think it was part Italian. I think a sprinkle of French in there. Ah, there it ho ho ho. My friends, ho ho. Man, I love going to the Midwest and just hearing that. 
we're all, we're all, we're, we're all like that. We're, we're specifically like using these weird accents to uh, make it seem more normal for our, our listeners. Yeah. But, but really, we speak like these. <laughs> and now you know why people don't come to the Midwest ever. <laughs> 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 oh, no. All right, all right, all right. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Major, the the big top appearances of this Pokemon in Pokemon Journeys episode seventy one. What is go. this name? Goa. Just go. Go, but with an H at the end. Yeah, it's just go. Mm-hmm. Go catches an Alola Ninetales on Mount Cornet in order to qualify for the Project Muse trial missions. Don't know what that is, but I'm curious now. Uh, the Ninetales was afterward returned to its home on Mount Lanakila. Uh, hey, whenever we one. decide to watch every single Pokemon episode, we'll, we'll learn what that is. Hey, we should start that over the school year. We're going to start... I'd with, do that. Like, once... Every set amount of time, whether that be day, week, bi-week, fortnightly, I don't know. But we're gonna we're gonna do it. And yeah. So we're going to the Pokedex. You know, that part of the, the So this is this part of this the show that we do. It's a segment. <laughs> you don't know about it. We've never done it before. We, this isn't the fourth time we've done it this episode. This is your first time showing up. We're gonna mm-hmm. go into this new section we just thought of called the Pokedex. <laughs> Y'all Y'all love it. It's yeah, gonna be great. Go. Let's just hop right in there. Number one. Ice oh, ability. <laughs> so, it creates drops of ice on its coat and showers them over its enemies. Anyone who angers it will be frozen in an instant. It often appears draped in a blizzard. Uh, demeanor. Alola Ninetales possesses a calm demeanor. Despite this, it won't forgive anyone who does harm to nature. This Pokemon is known for guiding people down to the base of the mountain. The reason for this is because it wants them to hurry up and leave. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That is, and that's not me, like, I put that in quotes specifically because that is the exact wording that they used in the Pokedex. I'm like, that is great. It's like me guiding my cat out of the house after de- after I'm going to go to bed. It's like, all right, get out. Come on. <laughs> oh, uh, moving to Legends. Uh, it was once revered as an incarnate uh, deity before being identified as the regional variant of Ninetales. So before this identification, mountains where this Pokemon lived weren't allowed to be entered due to the um, holy or the fact that they believed uh, it was the mountain of a deity. Man, that's a step down. I'm so sorry, Alola Ninetales. <laughs> it's true. See, that's why they're trying to get people out. They're like, come on, I'm I'm an incarnate deity as far as you know, and I'm going to get you out <laughs> off, off my mountain. Base stats. HP, 73. Attack, 67. Defense, 57. Mm-mm, special mm-mm, attack, mm-mm. 81. Mm-mm. With special defense following special attack. It's a different number. Special defense is 100. And after special defense, we have speed. Which, that one's 109. Uh, you did mess up defense. You're kidding me. I did? You did s- I say speed again? No. You're you, kidding me. No, you said no. You said defense back up. That you said 57 instead of 75. What? Yeah, you said attack 67, defense 57, but it's, it's 75. 
base, alright, base stats goes in this order. HP, which is 73. Attack, 67. Defense, 75. The 5 and the 7 being in that order. But the 7 first. Special attack, 81. Tell me if this one's right, Blake. Special defense. I yep. I nearly said speed. I caught myself. <laughs> Special defense clocking in at 100. And speed is 109 for also a total of 505. I don't know which one changed. I know special defense stayed the same, and speed changed. Yep, uh, so nine points were taken out of attack and put into speed, which for Ninetales is good, like, is good. They like that a lot. So, we're gonna go into... Competitive, here we go. Here comes MC Clap Your Hands. So, competitive. Sadly, regular Ninetales is actually untiered in... On the smoke on tier lists. Uh, it doesn't have the defense or the offense to stand up to the forces that uh, oppose this Pokemon and the other um, Pokemon that could fill its place it, that it has to compete with. Uh, despite this, it, its access to the ability Drought does give it a common niche in RU, which made, like, even me for a long time, I thought it was just an RU Pokemon because many RU teams would use a Ninetales if they wanted a Sun team. So Drought gives it access to the coverage uh, move Solar Beam, uh, which allows it to support other and and allows it to support other Pokemon such as Shiftry and other Fire type Pokemon. Now, with all that, you also have to keep in mind that this Pokemon is, due to lack of recovery, is easily worn down by entry hazards such as Stealth Rock, which would do fifty percent damage upon being, uh, not fifty, twenty five percent damage upon being uh, entered in, which is a very common. So it's uh, worn down by that very easily. Uh, it also doesn't have greatest, again, firepower or defenses, and it can't. There are many Pokemon that it just can't do anything against. It just doesn't have the firepower for, and so it, it's limiting. But just its access to Drought gives it that niche. Meanwhile, Alolan Ninetales finds itself snugly in in the Ru tier, not a niche in it. It is just actually there which is the rarely used tier. Uh, this comes from uh, the higher speed, which, because 100 is kind of like the benchmark, I'd say. That's kind of, you want to be above that to be considered a really fast Pokemon. You want to be at least 100, because then you're going to tie with a lot of important Pokemon. But being above that means you're going to be faster than those important Pokemon. So that, that helps a lot. But then also, uh, something that's huge is its access to Aurora Veil plus the Snow Warning combo. So what this is, is so Aurora Veil is a move that you put it up, you use it, and it cuts all special and physical damage um, by half. But it, it's only activated while it's in Hail. So Pokemon with Snow Warning and Aurora Veil are great because they they move in. Snow Warning goes up, and on their first turn, they can just use Aurora Veil, and they just cut all da incoming damage by half. So that's great. Uh, also, well, this is something that applies to both of the Ninetales. Um, they have access to the support move Hypnosis, which is very useful. Um, now, something that I should mention about Alone Ninetales that does keep it back is it has horrendous defensive typing in that uh, in the Ice Fairy. But it's pretty good offensive typing, so you can use like a move if you 
the combination of freeze dry and moon blast can allow you to cover quite a lot of Pokemon, but it does distinctly do nothing to steel type Pokemon, which will obliterate you even if they're on a defensive set. It's so yeah, you gotta keep out for those. So it's it has a nice it also has a nice niche, um, but it's a niche that is good enough to not even really be a niche and it'd be a good strategy. Uh, moving on to playthroughs and Nuzlocks. In a normal playthrough or Nuzlocke, regular Ninetales kind of floats between being better and worse than in competitive. Uh, this is because its ability Drought is a hidden ability and hard to gain access to in most games, or even impossible. Uh, but its speed and power uh, mean more in this format, as well as the lack of hazard moves on the enemy team, such as Stealth Rock. Uh, Drought is also worse in a Nuzlocke than an ability such as Drizzle because it's difficult to gain access to Pokemon that benefit off of it, whereas water types can be fished for whenever you want. Or if you ever want. Uh, Alola Ninetales is firmly worse in a playthrough or Nuzlocke if you don't gain access to its hidden ability. This doesn't mean that it will be bad by any means, it'll still be a good Pokemon. It's just so much better when it can set up Aurora Veil without needing to use the move Hail, which not only uses up a turn, but also uses up a precious move slot. Uh, it also still has a bad defensive typing, but is also bumped up a bit by the lack of entry hazards such as Stealth Rock. So, um, Alola Ninetales, if you can get its hidden ability, is an amazing top tier. Um, pick because it has a lot of great utility and but e even if you don't it's still a good pokemon so don't worry so we go to what could be i have written six words because i'm going to because instead of doing a what could be that's really cool and all that i just need to plant my flag in the ground i have a hill i need to die on and this that nine tails should be part ghost type that's it Regular Ninetales should be Fire Ghost. Shouldn't be just Fire, Fire Ghost. Putting the stick, see this flag? I'm holding it. You can all see it. It's Now it's in the ground. I am here, and I'm ready to die on this hill. That's it. That's what I've got. This is what it should be. This is what it's going to be. Here, join join my petition. Sign, sign the waiver. I don't think a waiver is the word. Petition? Yes. Sign it. Petition. And make, make Ninetales part Ghost type. You got two signatures right here. That's all I'm going to say. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Probably three with Ghost Rider. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to talk for him. He He's his own man. Mm -hmm. I, I assume he'd join us, though. He better. But, you know. Mm -hmm. So, what what I think it would be, uh, I think seeing that the Alolan Ninetales is kind of a deity, you're thinking, well, what? Who would follow this deity? Well, as we've said before, we already have a religious zealot group in this <laughs> multiverse of mine. So the Alolan Rattatas, still in the same region, actually have deified the Alolan Ninetales. So every year, on the 5th of some month to be decided, they march up the mountain with their banners in tow and with all of their people being rats, and they go and praise the Alolan Ninetales, but the Alolan Ninetales really doesn't like them, so I assume she kind of shoes them back down into the later march of this deity march that I've created. The, the great pilgrimage of the Ratata. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be great. It's, it's going it's to be... Top. It's like it was made for it. Well, actually, wait, no. I, I did say the Alolan Rattata, uh, they were mobsters. I think it was 
No, it was my offshoot of Rattata that is oh, yeah. religious zealots. Not my bad. I might have said that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> going on to trivia and fun facts, which I may end up just in future episodes just bursting around through and not having like a specific section, but like all these will just be in different parts where they fit. But for now, we have a section for trivia and fun facts. So, Vulpix's beta name was Foxfire. Very literal. Like, hey, this this fox, it uses fire. Guess what its name is? I respect that. Another fun fact, Alolan Vulpix and Alolan Raichu are the only regional variants with their own specific name, with Kyo Kyo being Vulpix's. Uh, no other Pokemon currently has the same type combination as Alolan Ninetales. It is the only ice and fairy type. As of now, as they add more Pokemon, maybe this will change. Who knows? Ninetales' name is spelled incorrectly as Ninetales with T-A-I-L-S in some of the early Pokemon trading card game and some pre-release material. Uh, if, you, if you see a T-A-I-L-S, you know that that is not how it is spelled. It's spelled T-A-L-E-S. Ninetales, like the Ninetales of Azkaban. That's not... Mm-hmm. Here, yeah. Gabe, you go. Go. <laughs> Charmanthosaurus right. time. So the, in the this is kind of like the major appearances. This one's more minor, though, but I feel like most people know it. Uh, in episode 2858 of Boku no Naruto Z, Ninetales fights with Boruto against Goku to save the Digiverse from the robots from space. Now, seeing that this is an even episode, the Power Rangers were not present in this episode, seeing that every other episode covers the other timeline. When we all know they meet up in... I think it's around episode 3000. I know that was... I, I can't remember what season that was. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I loved that episode. That was a good one. Uh, that, honestly, that was one of the better ones. Yeah, it's... You know, because it was kind of in that, that, that time of the show where it was kind of trying to really find itself. Um, yeah. 2,800 episodes in. But, like... They, they went chibi, like, <laughs> around episode 1,000, and no one was really a fan of that, so they the, that one's only available in Canada now. Mm-hmm. But no one really wants it anyways, but the Canadians kind of enjoyed it, so... Yeah, so, yeah, it is what it is. So, going on to our little wrap-up here. Uh, you can email us uh, to give us ideas for episodes at thepokonomicon at gmail.com. Uh... Rate and review us on iTunes, uh, Amazon Music, um, or wherever you find us. Spotify, maybe. Um, wherever you find us, just say, like, hey, you were cool. And then rate us. Well, you don't have to lie. You can say, like, hey, I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> That's true. You can also do that. Uh, you can uh, tell people about our show. We don't really promote too much because money, you know? Um, but... Yeah. Uh, also, so we have our Patreon, which will I will have linked in the description below, uh, in the description of this episode. Uh, right now, you can for three dollars a month, which is our only tier, uh, you get access to our Discord. So you can come talk with us too and Ghost Rider, and you also get access to our monthly Patreon poll for the Patreon episode, which for now is like just a week thing. But I think maybe in the future we'll make it like an extra episode, like it's a fifth episode of the month, and it's so cool because you're like, ah, it's extra. But for now, yeah, that's it. Uh, also, our intro and outro music is You're the Dummy off of Derek Klebb's album, Solar. You can check out his band camp, which will also be in the description, as will our email. And I think that's it for now. Um, not sure what next week's episode 
Well, exactly, but have a couple ideas. I'll be talking with Gabe after the show, and we'll figure out what that all will be. We good? No. Yeah. All right. Go catch Pokemon. You're the dummy that don't believe.